happy Saturday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of River and Roar, brought to you by Game On, a sports podcast for everyone. We are the official podcast of your South Bend Lions. I'm your host, Don, here with Danny. Two in a row, Danny. What's up? Hey, second episode in the weekend. Let's do it. Actually, three. Oh, yeah, no, three, three. I'm three, going crazy three. quarantine. And we got a special guest today, one of your, the original five signees of the South Bend Lions, Richie Ontiveros. Richie, how are we doing today? What's buddy? up? Really good, really good. All right, all right. So I know you're 22. This quarantine's got to be killing you, bro. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's just there like, yep, yep. yep. Miserable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of Instagram and Facebook, and I'm just stuck. <laughs> yeah, it's Pretty gotta, much. It's got to be rough, man. It's got to be rough. I, I remember when I was 22, if I was stuck in the house, I would have pulled all my hair out, but I got none left now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so who is, uh, who's our boy Richie Ontiveros? Uh, who is that? Who, 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 who we got here today? That's, oh, I'm sorry, oh. Richie, that's a question for you. So you obviously you've been uh, signed with the Lions, so that's really exciting stuff. And, and, and the fans um, are going to be pretty much listening to our podcast right now to be listening to the personalities that are coming through just to kind of get a little more of a feel of your background and who you are. So uh, if you want to introduce yourself as your position, your background, wherever you want to start, man. Yeah, uh, I'm Richie Ontiveros. I'm from South Bend, Indiana, uh, born and raised. Um, I play as a six, so it's you know, center defensive mid. I can also play as a center back. Um, but my whole life, I've always played soccer. So, you know, ever since, you know, I enjoyed watching my dad. So he's been my role model. And ever since then, I just fell in love with the sport. And then uh, at what age do you remember? What's the earliest you remember playing, uh, not just in the backyard, but like your first ever team that you played on as a, as you know, how they get you into like a little kids leagues and stuff like that. What, what age was that for you? Oh, uh, it was the, the age of four. actually. Whoa. Yeah. Played, yeah. <laughs> That's no joke, son. No, <laughs> so I started playing at the age of four with MSA, you know, just with the little kids and, uh, I, one thing I remembered at that time was uh, I would uh, uh, compete with this one player that he was like, just with his age, he was like, "Hey, I'm five, and I'm just telling him like, well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be turning five, you know." But it was just like very competitive. It took me to like, you know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to score a goal. So, and I had my first goal that day. What you see how how like toxic competition sometimes brings out the best of us? Like, well, I'm five and I'm better than you. It's like, well, I'm four and I'm and your parents are watching. I'm gonna score a goal and you're not. And then and what does yeah. it become? It becomes what you you the best of you came out that day, right? And and you've kind of I love oh, yeah. it. I love all the smack talk. That's why that's why I let people smack talk me up all day. I prove them wrong. Oh yeah, so, for sure. So I, I mean, yeah. I grew up from you know competing and. And, you know, like my whole family, we're all about, you know, we, we just love to compete. I mean, my younger siblings, we hate to lose. And it just gets so competitive at the household, you know. Oh, man, and 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 uh, I can only imagine right now uh, it's the opposite happening, right? Where you were out there, you know, passing the ball around with your friends and now uh, solo drills, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> I mean, that's everything we've that's everything we've covered uh, with everyone on the team so far. Is that uh, you know, it's like, well, it went from friends to cones. You know, first I was you know passing the ball to the front. Now I got cones and drills set up in my backyard, and everybody seems to be on the same boat, which is pretty funny because, intuitively, 
Uh, I can understand how something like, you know, uh, boxing or fighting or wrestling, how those things can be canceled. But soccer, you can practice with your boy 15 feet apart and, and still get some good practice. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, why, why are you guys being shut out so much? But yeah, it's it's tough if you wanna if you wanna j- chime in, Donnie, on my critique of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what we're asking what we're asking everybody is you know since this whole you know COVID nineteen and you know this you know pandemic is going on, I mean, how have you been keeping up with your training? How have you been you know now that you're you know playing for the South Bend Lions, you know how are you keeping up? Just you know keeping in shape and doing your thing. Yeah. Um. So. I, uh, I've downloaded this app. Well, one of the, uh, yeah, I can call that as an app. Um, it was called like the FT training. So it has like cone drills and everything, you know, and also has like, uh, home workouts too. So I keep, you know, keep myself focused on that, you know, work, uh, putting in work in the house, you know, and, uh, going outside in my front yard and just have cones and just, you know, work on my agilities and speed, just something to do, just to keep me fit. And and what what would that look like? Uh, you know, in terms because there's two aspects, right? You got your technique, then you've got your agility, then you obviously you have your cardio. For example, what what are the basic things that you keep as a must do? And I'm I'm sure a lot of these things are things you do off the field anyway, right? There's a lot of maintenance yeah. that goes on off the field, so it's not like much has changed in that sense in that in that regard, but. Um, when we're talking more like, okay, now I actually have to do things that are not the normal because I can't train the way I normally did. What, what are you doing to compensate? Just, just things that you normally do. Is there anything, I guess, that I'm asking that you never did before alone that you're now you're trying to look into like that app, right? Like, is that something new for you or? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something new for me. I mean, cause it's focusing on more, you know, body weights, you know, and I usually would add, you know, I usually would have like weights with me, you know, but since I've been focusing more on body weights and flexibility, I mean, it's, everything's new and I feel a lot better for my, for myself, for my health and, um, and just feeling a lot fitter than before. Interesting. So this is, so you're saying that you, maybe you found a way to get a little, uh, finally find some, uh, something extra that might be different. So the quarantine might've brought some things to you that, that you weren't doing before. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool, man. So, and, and, uh, so you said you played the six, right? Is that what you said? The six. Yeah. So you've played, so you play midfield. Um, we understand you played for, for Bethel as well. Yes. And how did that go? I mean, uh, obviously that means you got a background with Tiago. Yeah. Man, Tiago's got a lot of friends on this team. <laughs> Are you cool with Tiago? I mean, it's, it's okay if you're not, I mean, this is, this is i I'm just kidding. No, but I, I'm sure you and Tiago have a good, I'm sure you guys have a good relationship. Um, obviously, are you excited to be reunited with your, with your coach that you're familiar with or? Oh yeah, I am. I mean, you know, like before my freshman year of college, actually, um, I didn't, I mean, Tiago, before going to college, Tiago wanted me to play with Bethel and, uh, my first thing was, no, nah, I don't want to be around home, you know? So, I was like, you know what, I got to get out of South Bend, you know, try something new. And I went over to St. Joseph College, which is like in Rensselaer, Indiana, which is middle of nowhere. And uh, my first year of playing there, it was it was a struggle for me. I mean, I didn't, you know, understand the coach over there very well. Um, and it was just, I, I just had a hard time playing with them. And since uh, that t- at that time, St. Joe closed and luckily Tiago came and called me he, 
he called me. He was like, hey, you know, I still want you to come and, you know, try to play with us. And uh, so I decided – it took me a while to decide, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to come back, you know, because I understand Tiago and Tiago understands the style of play that I, that I enjoy. And um, so my sophomore year, you know, I came back, you know, I played with Tiago. Um, at first it was a little – I mean, it was – it was hard at first. I mean, cause I never played as a center back. He had me as a center back. You know, he had me like try to play as a center back and I've never defend at all. Like never learned how to defend cause I was mostly playing as a attacking mid or, you know, as an eight, you know, I just, I was just lazy defending. And, uh, Thiago, uh, he challenged me. So, but what did you, what did you play before? I played as a center attacking mid. Ah, okay. So, so, so what adjustment? I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm just so curious. What, no, what, a, what adjustments did you have to make? Because you said it was hard when, when he put you in that position. You said, "Oh crap!" What, what did the "oh crap" entail? Like, what, what was, what were the adjustments you found yourself having to make that were tough? Was it, was it a different uh, line of movement you had to do? What, what was different for you? Oh yeah, it was just different alignment. I mean, it was just like right. the movements and reading the plays, um, and just making sure, like. Mostly talking too. I mean, because as a center back, you have you see everything what's going on in front of you, and uh, everything was just a lot. It was difficult at first. I mean, because I've never done these type of movements. You know, reading the, the plays that they're gonna do, like try to play a through ball. You know, try to play the ball behind my back, like behind me, and uh, everything was just new to me. And during that sophomore year, I mean, yeah, he. He had me play as a center back. I mean, center defensive mid for a little bit, but he was mostly, you know, having me like to understand that movement of a center, center back. Because he he explained to me how a center back, like if I understand the movement of a center back, I could understand the movements as a center defensive mid. And yeah, it was just a challenging point right there. I mean, because I had to understand the movements. Understood. And, and, and of course, uh, two things happening here. One, your understanding of the game probably evolved big time, having to take that responsibility, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. And then two, um, you kind of build this trust factor with, with your coach, right? Coach puts you in a position that you're like, what am I doing? And he's like, no, you can do it. Get your ass in there. You'll learn. I think that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Co coach having faith in you that way. And the fact that he called you, you know, Donnie, they say um, opportunity never comes knocking. <laughs> You got to go get it. And here is uh, Antiveros uh, chilling at home. Hello. Yo, Tiago's here. I got to go. <laughs> He's coming. No, but you had to prepare. I'm kidding. Because obviously you had to prepare. You had to be a talent. You couldn't just suck and him call you, right? He, you had to be something that stood out for him to call. And, and that's awesome. So I think it's awesome when uh, both both scenarios are awesome, right? When you're playing with a brand new coach, trying to figure out a new system, et cetera. Or when you're tackling back on the old roots uh, of, of a coach that's already familiar with your style he, you guys have confidence in, with each other chemistry are all these things uh, would you agree with me or am I going crazy that these are all things that are permanent that are right now uh uh like uh, existent in your uh what do you call it your interaction with your coach would you say that 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 you have the trust and the background and a lot of things going for you that give you confidence in your game oh yeah I, I agree with you 100 percent I mean because because at that time I mean luckily my dad, I mean, he played as a center back his whole life, and he was also helping me too. But Tiago, yeah, you know, he trusted me a lot, and I know that he trusted me to play this position. So I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta trust him too. So, and next thing you know, 
ever since then, you know, I've developed my game, my style, and yeah. Through balls are beautiful. You said that earlier. I thought, I think I agree with you. I think yeah. through ball, I mean, in FIFA, I abuse the triangle button. I love through ball. <laughs> I had to say FIFA, right? Because I don't play yeah. soccer physically. I appreciate it very much. Um, I'm trash at it. Uh, I used to play as a kid, but it doesn't count. Everybody played something as a kid. Um, uh, you know, that, what do you do to practice through ball? Is it something that, is there, is there a practice that you do alone? Because now that you're having to be more active in that sense, like you said earlier, what, what, are there, what, what drills do you do to, to maintain that new skill you have to do where you have to read movements, anticipate where the play is going, and then provide that pass? What do you do to kind of practice, you know, eyeing the field and eyeing the accuracy of the pass, if, you don't, if, if it's okay to ask? Yeah, um, usually, well, during this time, actually, um, I'm just trying to, you know, get my footing. I mean, like, my footing right, um, as in, you know, changing directions. Because, you know, during, like, if, uh, say, uh, a center mid would play a through ball behind me, behind my back, you know, I have to at least have my footing right, you know, because I can't just stand as a tree and let that ball just go behind me, you know. I have to, <laughs> <laughs> I have to like, you know, have a good position in order for me to read that ball. And so I just mostly, you know, do some zigzags, you know, side to side lunges, um, or like lateral jumps, you know, at least uh, get my footing right. But also like training as like doing a through ball, like kicking a soccer ball to make it as a through ball. You know, usually it's pretty difficult for me right now. I mean, I don't, I have a small yard. Um, I have a younger <laughs> brother, but, you know. Kick it through the neighborhood. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> ball. So, yeah. just just out of curiosity, and since you played with, you know, played for Tiago at Bethel, did you happen to play with Sammy Beak at all? Yeah, I, I played with Sammy hey. Beak uh, two years. So that's awesome. Two years with Sammy. Shout out, Sammy. What's up? Yeah, that's awesome because he was the first guy uh, we had on the show. Awesome dude. So the fact that you have the chemistry with Tiago and now also, you know, with Sammy, I mean, that's huge for the team as a whole because you, you look at the back line now at this point, you got two guys that played together on the same team for two years, plus the coach coaching them. So that's got to be – that's going to be a brick wall in my opinion. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, because I understand his style of play and he understands my style of play, you know, and we get each other's back during the games. That's awesome. That's awesome. He he's a good he's a good dude. He, I mean, so far, it, it, we're, I mean, just speaking to you now and knowing your your mindset, and I say this on every episode, but so far we're five for five with character dudes, man. Seriously, I mean, it's awesome. But that that's awesome that you have like chemistry with your coach. I mean, you you came up, you played in Marion, right, in high school. Yeah. Okay. In high school, yeah. Did you play any travel ball as well? Yeah, I played with Junior Irish my whole life. Okay. Okay. And have you ever traveled like like overseas or anything for soccer? Or? Um, I mean, uh, I mean, I went down to Mexico uh, over the summer, okay. you know, and just trained with my with my cousin with nice. his school and everything, you know. But I mean, I've gone with Tiago to Indonesia for his ministry, you know, for like only two weeks. I enjoy that a lot playing soccer and also being with the kids but wow. nothing you know like nothing you know like a league team or anything like that no no okay. doubt so you said where'd you guys go indonesia wow yeah 
that I had no see. There's not enough about you. We 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 look we look everyone up that we can, but, you know, obviously to get to know you before we talk to you, so that we have an understanding of your background and can. But man, I didn't know this. This went right through the crack. So you've been in Indonesia with Coach. Oh yeah, that is so dope. How long were you there? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, two weeks. Wow, that's you must have gotten some life. That those that's an experience you take for with life for life, man. That's forever. That's that's. Oh yeah, for sure. Man, that's beautiful. I mean, whole, it's just, everything's just different. I mean, our culture and their culture. The world, the, the environment, I mean, come on. It's a whole different – it feels like almost alienated planet when you go to different countries and, and when they're that different. I mean, how was that like for you guys? What did you guys do? I'm curious if you don't just break it down a little bit for us. Yeah. Um, so, first, I mean, it was a 15-hour flight, you know. <laughs> Man, that was a long flight. But um, 15. Once we got once we got to Indonesia – um see we've uh we met up with uh one of their coaches i mean he used to come here to bethel in 2000 i think he graduated 2010 mm. uh his name was jorge marquez and he you know showed us around about you know indonesia and uh he had us meet with his you know team his kids and uh we're we had our first training with them and just the style of their play is just, um, wow, it's just amazing. I mean, they're quick, they're motivated, you know, very humble. They're very humble. And they're just very disciplined in the sport. And all we just did, you know, we just played soccer with them. And we, we had a couple games with teams over there. And, I mean, they're, the teams over there, they're quick. I mean, like there was a couple, there was a team that Jorge would tell us that they're like a Sunday league team. And in my head, I pictured in my head like, okay, you know, they're probably you know slow, you know, they're probably retired or anything. Um, but once we played them, I mean, man, they they still have wheels. <laughs> it can run for sure. But what, what technique was it there? I mean, I, a lot of oh, these yeah, guys don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Their technique was really good too. I mean. They're just quick with the ball. Would you say? Would you say it caught you off guard? Yeah, they, yeah, they caught me off guard a couple times. That's the thing about a universal sport like this, where uh, you know a lot of sports are very, you know, this part of the world, that part of the world. But soccer being worldwide, I mean, anywhere you go, any, and especially with with how uh, information now is so easily accessible, right? If you wanted to learn soccer techniques back in the day from someone that wasn't with you in person, you had to pretty much take out a book, or 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 you know, there were there were things you had to. That, that taught you certain things. Remember the pictures of how to do certain dances? You had to, you, you would see how the steps are on the book and pages. That, that, that's not non-existent. Anybody can go on the internet as long as they've got an internet cafe in their local town, <laughs> even if they don't have a computer in their house and they can watch uh, two or three videos and, and already improve their game with two or three videos. They, they just, you know, write down the techniques they see that they should practice. They watch some tutorials. And man, it's, it's, it's that combined with the fact that soccer is everywhere you go. Um, it used to surprise me, but now I'm pretty much expecting everywhere I go whatever sport I'm doing, that pretty much everywhere you go, people are going to be good at it. That's just the reality of it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so congratulations for picking a sport that everyone's probably going to be good at. And then, uh, yeah. and then going all around the world, <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, so, so you, but you guys had mad fun. It sounds like you had a blast. I mean, that, that to me is an experience of a lifetime. How long ago was that? I think you guys mentioned it, but I didn't catch it. It was uh, last year. So this is recent. Okay. Okay. I think, I think it was two, what was it? Oh, 2018. So like two years ago. 
and and so okay yeah so basically when the when the last uh, you know one to two years that's pretty recent um and and that can only make your relationship with coach stronger right the bonding you do when you travel the having to figure out where to go where to eat you know i guess all those things together is, it, it really formulates a really good dynamic between uh, the groups off the field as well as when you're on the field i can only imagine oh yeah for sure does coach go uh, harder on you because he knows you do you, you kind of sense that you know how kind of like when you're close with someone and you're playing a game with them how if they screw up you you tend to t- you tend to get uh, show more emotion towards them because you 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 know you're more invested does that happen with you and coach do you catch them sometimes yeah sometimes i can uh, <laughs> catch it sometimes i mean but you know i grew up with you know i grew up like that i mean cuz i'm close i'm really close with my family you know and right. with my parents and um i'm like just used to it and i you know i see coach as my you know my father wow so you guys known each other for a while i can imagine and of course it's it's a role model mentor the one that leads the team yeah for sure uh is tiago a very um because you know there's there's two types of typical club managers whenever you watch club soccer there's the the chill ones that don't ever show any emotion they just stand there or there's the ones that just kind of run up and down the field um, and, and yell at their players and, and do all these gestures. Hey, get over there, move center. Huh? Which one would you put coach at? Um, I'm just curious because I had an interview with coach. I forgot to ask him which one he identifies himself as. Where would you put coach? That, um, just normal. See. Just normal. I mean, just, I mean, there's, there's, he has his moments. I mean, in the game that he will like move up and down a little bit <laughs> yeah. and like yell at us. Yeah, uh, that's why I pay yeah. tickets, man. That's what I pay tickets for. <laughs> yeah, there's moments for him, but because I mean, usually for us, Bethel, I mean, we have so many coaches, you know, and when I'm on the field, I really, I mean, I can hear them, but you know, I really don't pay attention to like their movements during the game. So, but yeah, there, there's moments for him, you know, that he would yell at us. I mean, I mean, I think any good coach, right? Any any coach should should you know if if you know I, I that's my personality. I, I'm the type that if 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 I got something to say, man, it ain't gonna be low and and polite. It's gonna be at the moment in the sport. I get really into the game, so, um, you know, and, and these are the kind of personalities that that kind of people people want want to hear about and stuff. Um, so you're at, if you don't mind me asking, you're 22 at this time, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, do, are you having a birthday during Corona or no? Do we need to no, do a, no. no caravan for you? <laughs> The reason I asked is yesterday's yesterday's episode. Yeah, we had an episode yesterday where we talked about how like there's weird or some time ago we how people are doing caravan birthdays. Just wanted to know if you need to do a game on uh, caravan on your on its way. So you're 22. You're you're a young blood. You're a young blood. You're obviously uh, this is like you know the this is this is pretty much one of the best times in your life right now. You're you're with the Lions. A dream come true. Um, obviously there's some challenges with scheduling, as you can see. You know the bad news is everywhere, but. but you're still staying optimistic and, and hoping to, to, to be available for the team and the community wherever possible. Uh, so I, I can only imagine what, what uh, are you, are you guys, are you friends with Sammy and people like that, that you kind of uh, stay in touch with throughout these times? Uh, with Sammy Beak? Yeah. Just something like that. Like, are you close with the team overall? Like, is there anybody a team you kick it with that you're in contact with? I mean, not really. I mean, I'm more, I could, I could say that I'm more like sort of like antisocial. Hmm. So I mean, yeah, I can. I'll keep in touch with them a little bit, but nah, you know, every every day. So, like, I gotta work on, on that. The, so. 
Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Listen, uh, you know, I, I, I train with people. I, I, I do. I, I grapple for fun. That's my hobby. Um, there's people that I see on the mats every day and we're super cool. But off the mats, uh, they stay home. They never talk to me. And it's fine. It's, it is what it is. I get everyone in their space and stuff. So I totally get it. Um, but you're, you're one of those more of a, well, I'll see you on the field kind of thing. Yeah, I'm more as that, you know, like, like focusing on myself a little bit more, you know, and For sure. right on. get myself ready, you know. And then when it comes to game time or, like, practices or anything, you know, I'll see them there and then hopefully, you know, push each other. I got gotcha, you, man. Totally. So, I mean, it's got to it's gotta be an awesome feeling. I mean, you, you born and raised South Bend area, play your high school ball at Marion, go to Bethel, play college. Now you're playing with the South Bend Lions. I mean, that's got to feel, you know, awesome for you to represent the city that you grew up in your whole life. I mean, tell us a little bit about how you feel about that. Like, I mean, you know, unfortunately the season has been canceled. It sucks for all of us. We're all disappointed, but definitely looking, you know, you know, to keep everything relevant and we would have loved to see you guys get on the field, but you know, for a team, for the community to rally around, I mean, what is it like for you now to represent that? It means a lot to me. I mean, you know, born and raised from South Bend and, um, you know, and this is the first year ever, you know, we're having a, our own South Bend team. And, um, you know, I've always grew up dreaming about playing like, professionally, you know, semi-pro, professional, any level. I mean, it was like, I picked, I think of my dad as he was a professional, even though he played Sunday leagues. But when I first saw him playing, it made me feel like, oh, he's a professional guitar player. And hearing his stories with like how he was young and about his his uh, brother playing professionally. You know, my goal was, okay, you know what? I want to be where they're at, you know, up there, like playing at a high high level that they've done, um, you know, and it, it means a lot to me doing this. Yeah, this, this, I, I, I hear it in you and I, and I completely, I feel you, man, like this, you know, um, the reality is a lot, all of us love sports, um, but the overwhelming minority gets to experience things like this that you do. So it's kind of, you know, we, we salute you, we commend you and, and everybody on the team, you know, this, this is, and, and to be a part of this and get to kick it with you, man, like it, I, I know we're the ones with the podcast, but, but, you know, we, we, we do this because we want to hear your stories because we want to get to know people like you, hard work and dedication. So, you know, really appreciate it. And, and, you know, I might throw stuff at you on the field out of love, man. Just saying they're good yeah. things, good things, not, not, not stuff. That's, you know what I mean? I might throw like roses or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, so you know, like, go ahead. Like, Sorry. I mean, no, you're fine. Like, you know, this is this is like really a dream come true for me too. I mean, like, you now I've had friends playing soccer with me, you know, as a kid, and they knew what I had, and I'm I was just looking forward to it. You know, hopefully they you know come out and watch me play for the South Bend Lions. You know, and you know, giving the younger players in South Bend hope that you know if I could do it, you know, they can do it too. Would you say you're addicted to the pressure? Because you know how every, you know, we're, we're all humans and, and we're in the sense of that we're all psychology, effect, you know, we're, we're all humans that get affected by the mental game. Um, do you like the pressure? I do. Like, 
the more pressure, the more surreal, the more real, the more raw the experience becomes. So not knowing you got all these supporters and people coming to watch you, a lot of people will say, oh God, that's a lot of pressure being watched. Like I got my family here. I told them I was going to do well. Now they're all here. Now I actually got to do well. Does that drive you even more? At first, I couldn't handle the pressure at first, but you know, I mean like my dad, you know, like he was the main reason of teaching me how to handle pressure. Even my mom too, you know, like, hey, it's okay if you don't perform well. I mean, every professional player, they they would have their games, you know, but they would have their days of playing bad. And ever since then, you know, I can handle pressure now. I mean, I can I can easily handle it for sure. I mean, I'm I mean, it's like a challenge for me. Pressure comes from the feeling of, from in my in my book, whenever uh, for performing anything, like it, pressure comes from the the fear of failure. It's primarily what it is, right? Yeah. Because if yeah. you knew if you knew you were going to succeed, right, the pressure's gone. It's the unknown, and I think that uh, yeah. what, what teaches us all is the humbling experience of losses, or maybe or maybe messing up a play that was a freebie, like you had a free pass, you didn't hit it, you you know the feeling of you suck and this and that. And everybody saw me do that, but I think over time, you learn how to just say, you know what, man. I, I do a hundred, I do what, 50 passes a game or 30 passes, whatever many passes I do. Um, yes, I had three bad ones, but there were four other good ones that I'm proud of. And you start to learn how to kind of be okay. Not okay, not, ex- not be okay, but you learn to accept the fact that, hey man, things are going to happen. I'm here to do my best. And, and over the long run, in my experiences, the, the, the real pride comes in showing up and doing your best and, and, and just giving it your all. If you know, there's a feeling I have, I think, I think you can agree. You leave it all on the field, they're going to be good moments eventually. You're, you're going to keep oh, yeah. working hard. And, and of course, you might have pressure on you and all that. But I really feel that uh, over time, uh, having the bad experiences makes you strong. It makes you learn how to deal with it. And then, I don't know, man, I, I've gotten to the point in my life where I embrace the pressure. And I, I think you guys sound like you guys are all about it. Like everybody that I talk to, they're just gamers. You're, and I think you're a gamer too, man. So, so kudos to you. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, soccer is all about, you know, if you mess up this play, you know, it's not, it's never going to come back. I mean, that moment's not going to come back. You just got to focus on, okay, on the next play, you know, it's just, it just keeps going forward. So that's how I see it for myself. Yeah. And, and I, I, I have an issue with uh, team sports is tough for that reason, because the, the, the play starts at the back. Let's say the goalie takes it out. Uh, to the immediate defender defender gets it to mid mid to the wing wing starts getting it to center again center forward and now you've got this momentum ball rolling and every person who touches the ball is feeling this pressure of like oh man this play's been going on for it's got good momentum i don't want to be the one to screw it up you know and and i think that that kind of pressure that build up in a game uh, that soccer has i think is what addicts me the fact that you know, you, you this play, you've ran it all the way down the field, and now to do a really bad touch in, inside the box, oh, God, that hurts. Or or a bad pass that gets, you know, picked off really easily. Or a pass where you know you could have given it to your to your teammate so that he could keep running instead of behind him. Oh, all those hurt, right? So that yeah. pressure is so constant in soccer. And that momentum, if it gets taken away, you're like, damn it. And you know. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I can't wait to see you guys play, man. I, I'm just envisioning you guys out there. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm getting... We need, we need to get out of here, bro, Donnie. We need to go. We need to go, get, we need to go watch these guys play. We're all stuck in the house. We need to go watch these guys play. Man. We're supposed to be. We're supposed to be like, you know, following your your, you know, following the whole caravan that goes into the games and and uh, not doing a birthday, and actually going to watch the game. You know. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough, and I, you know, we all look forward to it. Everyone I talk to, you know, outside of the podcast, including my son, including my daughter, including 
you know, neighbors and people, they're all excited to, to watch you guys out on the field. And, you know, it's, it's a shame this happened, but hopefully we get something here in the fall, maybe a couple friendlies. We'll see what happens. Um, no friendlies, all enemies. Um, <laughs> real quick, uh, <laughs> Richie, for you, uh, you know, um, at your age, I had a lot of outlets. <laughs> I had a lot of outlets that uh, I'm, I'm a goofball, bro. You'll, you'll get to know. Um, you know, at your age, I had a lot of outlets, you know, things that I would do to get my mind off of whatever it was. Because you, you do need mental breaks. What do you do on your mental breaks? Like, what's therapeutic for you? What, what other hobbies do you have or, or just interests or things that get you kind of like in between the soccer pressures? Yeah. Um, my main thing, I mostly just spend time with my family. I mean, they're the main reason of letting things go. You know, I just feel free and just be myself at that moment. You know, and uh, sometimes I'll just enjoy taking walks and just, and just, you know, relieve all my stress and just, you know, think about, okay, you know what? You know, I'm living, I'm enjoying my life. And just, yeah, it's, Basically, what? So basically you're more, so you're basically like taking the the, the peace, the quiet, the, the simple things in life, family walks, the the outdoors, just kind of. So you're you're, yeah, you're really mellow and chill. You're really mellow and chill. You're the dangerous type, man. Uh, the ones that yeah. quiet, just just do a lot of things. You do a lot of self reflection, meditation kind of thing. Where may, not might not be meditation the way that you uh, typically picture it, but meditating in the sense of like you said, going for a walk, just kind of like taking in. The, the the quiet moments in between where it's all you know you get to kind of be be to yourself with the, with the people and things that matter to you just relaxing I like that vibing you're uh you're quite a person that's a really quiet personality man for someone who's gonna be you know watched by many people and 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 it's really interesting to see that right that that is there like a yin yang feeling in you where it's like you're you're you like your own little world but at the same time you got to go out there and expose yourself yeah I have that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's exactly right, man. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly right. After a game, hey, can we talk to you about the game? How did you, how did you feel you did today? I don't want to talk to you. I just want to go home and be to myself. <laughs> oh man, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I mean, love it, love it. You know, if I, if I, if I, they want, you know, if they want me to talk to them, I mean, hey, I'm sure I'm willing right. to. Right. No, no, no. I totally get it. No, I'm messing around. I'm just, uh, I'm just admiring the fact that a team is a team, right? And if everybody was the same, it'd be boring. We have so many differences in personalities and, and you're kind of like the go-getter who, who's, who's to himself and well, not all the way, you know what I mean? Like very yeah, yeah. and just like chill. I'm just more of the chill type. That's just what it is. And we embrace it, man. We love it. Uh, you know, it's just, everybody's different. You know, we embrace uh, That's why we're excited for this team. And, and, and we bring you on here to kind of get to know you. I'm sure once the season starts, We'll have so much more to, to, to talk about. Once I can leave the studio. Yeah, once I can things. leave and hang out with you guys and, uh, in terms of being at the game. and um, then, then we'll have whole different episodes where you're going to come on here and, you, and you're going to be like, did you see in the first half? I could have passed over here. But uh, what ended up happening was coach told me this. See, those are the conversations we look forward to having, uh, good and bad. Like, we, if, if, the, the more, the better. Um. <laughs> so one of the questions I've been asking, you know, all you guys – and and just a fun one for us to know. So obviously, soccer since you're four years old. Uh, do you have a specific team that you follow, whether it be in the world, the MLS, whatever? Is there a specific team that you follow and 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 like to root for and support? Yeah, I. Well, Real Madrid. I mean, I love yes! watching them play. Yes, finally, finally, <laughs> bro. I'm a Real Madrid fan myself, man. Oh. <laughs> Nobody, nobody likes Real, man. I'm like the loser. 
Yeah, I know everyone. They're just hating. They're just hating. Bro, hey, real quick. I know this is about the Lions and all, but man, I was a big fan of the Real. Like the last couple of seasons, Ronaldo was there. Like the Modric, uh, when they had Benzema. Uh, oh, yeah. Gareth Bale. That era they had where they were just, they, they took out three out of four years in championships. Man, I, I was in heaven. Not then he needs a napkin. Oh, here we go. No, I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm just, I feel you, bro. So, so you like Madrid. Uh, have you always been a fan of theirs or? Always been a fan of theirs. I mean, my dad was the first one that made me love him. I mean, because, you know, at that time, when he loved watching him play, you know, Zidane, Ronaldo, Figo. Yes, man. Roberto Carlos, all, all of them. Yeah, I'm, just so, so you know, I'm from, I'm from Miami, Florida. My background is Spaniard and Cuban. I have, I have, uh, so, so for me, uh, in my household, it's Barca, it's Barca, and then, and then uh, Real Madrid would be the, 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 I'm the only one in Real. So, in my house, it's a big rivalry every time there was a class. <laughs> yeah, we gotta love that, man. I gotta love it. Um, but yeah, so you're right. I'm with you. That's the era that I like. That entire, all those years, for better or worse, uh, definitely my jam. That's so. I'm just happy that 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 you resonated with Real because nobody here has said that team yet. So that's pretty cool. Really? Wow. Yeah, hey, maybe one of these days, unfortunately for you, we might watch a game or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not with me. Yeah. <laughs> stay away from Don. I'm, I'm a Juve fan. I'm a Juventus fan. I've been that way since I was younger than when you started playing soccer. So that was ingrained in me yeah. from my family. So even when they got relegated and had their little mishap with cheating, we were still fair. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. And and one of the other questions we like to ask because I you know, you play the six and you play center back as well. Is there anyone that you follow that you like to mimic, like any pro players, you know, like uh Yeah, who inspired you? Like or who something. inspired you and, and who, you know, you like to, to follow? Yeah. Um so I have two players. I mean, because you know, just I'm playing two positions. But so as a center back I just I just love to watch Ramos play. I mean, leader and just not afraid of anything. And Ramos is a beast. Oh yeah, he's he's a beast. Even though I mean, everyone's over here like, nah, you know, Van Dyke, Van Dyke is the best, you know. But in my heart, you know, Ramos is the best. So, um, as a center defensive mid, um, you know, I'm I mostly I enjoyed watching Kante. Ah, Golo Kanto. Yeah. Play. I mean, his, just his stamina, you know, like just winning the ball. That's just, I, I just enjoy watching that a lot. It could be, it could be minute, minute 88. The pace is crazy. I agree with you, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Player that I like to try to play like is Modric. I love the fact that he can he can surprise you with a long shot out of nowhere and he plays. Oh, yeah. He's just he's just a, a a presence. So that those and all these. I mean, you mentioned way. But I mean, in my opinion, players that obviously are, are are of higher caliber. But for me, like the 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 subtleties of of Modric. Oh, nobody talks about it enough. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I also follow him too. But you know, I follow like more players. But you know, N'Golo Kante is the one that mostly. Follow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's but your yeah, guy. I, that's your guy. Yeah, but I enjoyed watching Mojik too. So totally get it. Nah, that's your guy, man. I totally uh, that's the two respectable picks, man. Sheesh. Absolutely. I'm still waiting for someone to say Andrea Pirlo or someone like. That. <laughs> I guess the Italian. Oh, yeah. I guess the Italian in me is like, please say that. Babadi Bupi. Babadi Bupi. 
<laughs> but but yeah, man. Hey, you know, I again, like I said, five out of five on the character guys. I mean, they For look sure. like they picked, you know, a great a great top five. It's been awesome. Um, Richie, it's been awesome having you on today. Honestly, uh, looking forward to finally getting to meet all you guys in person and be able to get out of the studio and do some fun stuff with you on episodes and get some videos going and have a little bit of fun. But, you know, unfortunately, things are the way they are. Uh, it's happy to have technology so we can get you on. Um, again, really appreciate it. You can check us out, River and Roar, on Twitter. So it's at River and Roar. And again, we're brought to you by Game On Sports Podcast for everyone. So on Twitter, it's at Game On Everyone. Instagram, Game On Sports Podcast. Again, Richie, thank you for taking the time out of your Saturday to coming on. Uh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Looking forward to seeing you guys, meeting you guys in person. And uh, On my behalf, Richie, this is Danny, by the way. I really appreciate the talk, man. You're a gentleman. You sound really cool. And uh, we can't wait to see uh, how you grow in the sport and with the South Bend Lions. So rock on, man. You stay safe. Thanks, man. You guys, too. Yeah, stay safe. Wash those hands. <laughs> take, take, it easy. take care of your feet, man. Yeah, take, take it easy. Brother. <laughs> Later, yeah. brother. Take care. Take care. Later. Take care.